big league goatees. Got a lot of things that I want to say. Listen to this podcast every day. Big league goatees. Ciao. Hello and welcome back to the Big Leap Goat Test Podcast. I am your host, Kaner. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for listening to the world's most important baseball mustache podcast. Uh, today, in our episode, we're going to be breaking tradition a little bit. Excited to talk about baseball umpire Jim Joyce. You know, haven't had an umpire yet. We've had plenty of pitchers. I think we've had a couple of hitters, you know, Giambi. But uh, haven't had an ump. And I think this is probably going to be the only umpire we have on the podcast because generally they don't hold up to the same sort of standards, to be honest. But Jim Joyce is definitely up there. He's kind of a lawman type. And so, yeah, I'm excited for that. And uh, I'm also excited this week to talk to uh, AMI president, American Mustache Institute, Dr. Adam Cosgrove, uh, you know, on mustache relations, foreign policy, et cetera. See, uh, you know, how he sees mustaches changing in this ever-changing world. I think that's going to be an incredible discussion, you know, real meeting of the minds. Uh, yeah, so today's episode, Jim Joyce, uh, don't have ads today. We lost all of our sponsors, which you already know about if you follow this podcast. Spread the word, you know, looking to get this thing out there, looking to get more people listening because it just inspires me to put some work into this a little bit more than I put in now, which is minimal. But yeah, just uh, keep listening. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Uh, Going to start making maybe some more content outside of the podcast, mustache relations. Uh just trying to make things people get stoked on, you know? So today, uh, Jim Joyce, first stomp. So, you know, some history on Jim Joyce before he uh, juiced his upper lip. So he grew up in Toledo, uh, you know, pretty standard American childhood, played some college ball, like a real American kid. Uh, started umping Midwest League games after he got out of college. Eventually just made his way up to big leagues. And I can't find any historical documents as to where the, mush, uh, the mustache kind of grew out of, but I'd assume that it was kind of a gradual development throughout his career as he matured. So he recognized the implications, the power that are deep-seated in lip fuzz, as most are aware. And as I said last week, I did shave my mustache because of a job interview because I have no balls, I have no cojones. Um, but it's coming back. I'm giving it a second chance. My hair is blonde. It doesn't really uh, grow in the middle, so it's inferior. I'm going for a Jerry Roos type deal, who's a freaking sweet-ass Pirates player from the 70s who rocked a fat stash. If you want to look him up, he'll definitely get an episode. But, uh, yeah, just wanted to share that bit of information. Yeah, so to get back to Jim Joyce, kind of, I think, what he's best known for, sadly, is the Armando Galarraga saga, where he messed up a call and ended up costing him a perfect game. But he is, I think, one of the best, if not the best, umpire in Major League Baseball. Like he, he locks his calls down. Uh, I think we should have a little bit more dignity for this dude. Like, I get it. He messed up, he messed up one game. But it, in a pretty honorable fashion, um, him and Galarraga, I think, are maybe now friends. They wrote a book together about it. Like, I think, honestly, from a personal perspective, like, you probably learn more from that perfect game that actually got blown than throwing a perfect game. Like, it's probably a very humbling experience to say, even though it would be tight to throw a perfect game. But, yeah. So there's not a ton of info on this guy. He's not as exciting as one of these, like, ball players, to be honest. But I think his mustache is. I think it's fantastic. So just to talk about it a little bit, I'd say it's kind of a cowboy stash. You know, it's chicken fried steak at the diner, pork chops, beans, 
it's saucy, but it's not overwhelming. It's not going to leave you, you know, it's not going to leave you full. It's just going to be that perfect, uh, perfect medium. It's the total sheriff look, like. And he's kind of like, to get metaphorical, I think the umpire is really just the sheriff on the diamond. Like they wear all black, they manage the game, they lay down laws, execute rules. Uh, you know, there's a lot of connections I think between men of the law, cops, and mustaches in history, which I think is something I want to talk about a little bit on this episode. So, yeah, so there's a ton of similarities. Think about it. Like, baseball is set up as this kind of shootout between batter and pitcher with, uh, you know, each player showing his hand. And Joyce, like, he's kind of a sheriff. He's an old lawman. He decides what's fair, who's going to have to leave town. Uh, He managed who's in the game, who's not. Like, I'm sure he had some altercations over his 20-year career where he threw some people out of games, which I, I don't really want to be an umpire. Like, I don't think I could follow the rules that much to be completely honest, but I would just be there for throwing people out. I would do that shit way too much. Same thing with hockey, I guess, throwing people to the box. And uh, I always had an appreciation for, like, if you know you're going to get thrown out of a game, why not play it up? I think Bobby V, like, when you kick a little dirt on the umpire's pants, like, that's, that's the ultimate move. Maybe, maybe you get fined 50K. Bobby V also should be on this podcast because of that, uh, the fake mustache He's, he donned after getting thrown out of a game, which is pretty awesome. So he's not an actual mustachioed American, but he can be honorary in, uh, in a future, future episode. So yeah, Joyce, to get back to you know the Wild West implications, he's a lawman. He lays down the rules. Uh, yeah, and I'm sure he's thrown a few people out of games. Uh, and Sans Badge, like this guy's a sheriff. He's just got that old school nonchalantness, that, uh, which I definitely pronounced wrong. That works for the mustache and his ref. I think there's something about people like his age and people his age with mustache like you know you don't even have to talk to them you know they really don't care which i i've always appreciated always have tried to uh emulate in my own personal life but it's difficult because maybe sometimes i'm a try hard and i think i've been thinking about this a lot like modern day like i know in the past like the ultimate sign of respect was really to be laid back and to like let things come to you but it seems like now today the people who shape the world people who are influential the ones uh you know self-marketing themselves or so to say which i think is almost kind of crazy because like i think that used to be like the total definition of uncool like i just remember being in high school like you never wanted to be the try hard but i mean i guess good on those people who are going out there and getting after like i probably should do that i do i do it a fair amount it just sometimes it feels you know disgenuine i'm just being honest here letting you know my thoughts uh so yeah, I got to get back to this lawman stuff because that's kind of what this episode's about. So lawman and stashes, like we discussed this, uh, he, Joyce is as much of a lawman as any cop out there. And, you know, it's not a great time to be a cop today. Like, Big League Bugates tries to remain, you know, out of political affiliations outside of what we know, which is mustaches, baseball, mustaches and baseball. And we do have to announce that we are staunchly in support of mustaches. So if any inherent biases come out, like, just keep that in mind. Yeah, and, you know, I think cops, lawmen, like, even going back to the Wild West, uh, they've always had mustaches. Like, even, the, you know, those steely-eyed sheriffs in the old West town managing the shootout, counting down, counting to three, seeing who's taking a bullet to the chest. Uh, they kind of always had mustaches, just like the Desperados did. But um, I think... Some I didn't know this till I did some research for the episode. Some state police units actually ban mustaches and facial hair. 
For example, the Stadies. Like, I'm not going to do a Southie thing, even though that would be really fun. I would do it really poorly. Uh, they actually banned facial hair in Boston, uh, which is really lame. Like, if they put that up front of them departed instead of that, like, kind of conceited, like, minute intro with that Rolling Stones song, like the ultimate Scorsese, like, uh, ultimate Scorsese move, uh, I think I would have much less appreciation for the movie. It would be way cooler if we could see Wahlberg, Leo, rocking fat stashes. But maybe that wouldn't be the energy. Like maybe we need that, like, edge that they bring without the mustaches, to be honest. But yeah, what's, what's up with the Stadies? So back in the, the late 90s, uh, a couple other police units merged with the Stadies, police units that were full of mustachioed Americans. One in three cops in those other units had mustaches. And with the merger, uh, the cops who merged were required to shave their mustaches. So they actually sued the Massachusetts State Police. And they took it to court, and here's a quote, uh, from the New York Times on the issue. Uh, but six mustachioed members of the state's metropolitan capital and registry police preferred to sue rather than shave and asked a federal court to issue an injunction that would block the bearing of their upper lips. So props to whoever wrote that because, you know, that's prose. Like, we appreciate good writing here. I wish there was a little bit more of it today. And I wish there was a little bit more literature on modern mustaches, but I guess I'm producing that sort of content, so I could get after it and do that if I really wanted to. So yeah, it's crazy to think that they would ban something like that because I think what people might not not all people might love cops. Fair, like there's issues out there, but everybody loves mustaches. So why can't we get together and unite on something that is in general good for society? So yeah, after the result of the court case was actually uh, the police officers with mustache, mustaches did loss uh, did lose, and judge ruled that they had to shave their mustaches, which actually. People were really bummed out about because, I mean, some referenced their children and wives not being able to, you know, recognize them anymore. Like, imagine, you know, you look at, I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of Dan Bilzerian without a mustache, without a beard. He's a goofy looking dude. Like, there's a reason that guy has that much facial hair. He's hiding something. I'm sure. Well, we already know he's hiding something, but he's hiding more than we know about so far, you know? So... It's, it's just a bummer that all these cops weren't able to rock a fatty above the upper lip. And, you know, I just think things could be better if we were a little more lenient in the facial hair region. But I digress. So I haven't really talked about Joyce's, Joyce's mustache that much. Oh, my God. Sometimes these words get the best of me. Uh, you know, it's got a standard distribution, kind of, if you're a stats person. It's got the, like, two distribution, like, it tails off to the edges. Like, it's pretty normal looking at a first glance. At a first glance, obviously. Um, but, you know, once we get outside the pylons, outside of the, the box here, there's a lot of interesting things going on. I would say they're almost like mutton chops, which I wish could come back in style, except that beef isn't really, like, super cool right now, I guess. Maybe they'd have to make them, like, impossible chops, which would maybe be cool, but probably wouldn't look as good because it wouldn't be genuine. And, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the impossible stuff. Like, I just don't... I, it's got to be worse. And it's not healthy, so what are you doing, you know? In, I, look, I know mustaches. I don't know beef. I'm not a beef guy. Uh, it's just how I feel. So, please, i got to really get into this mustache. All right. So, this thing's a beauty. Like, Joyce is a stallion. As I've said, he's a lawman type. 
he's a lone gunman uh, in the Wild West on a horseback, but except he's the sheriff, so maybe he abides by the rules a little bit more. Um, and, like, I'm sure a tough part of being a mustached American with, uh, as an up, like a home plate ump, is wearing that mask because so many mustached Americans this year have really had to hide their, uh, you know, their manliness. And Joyce behind, Joyce behind the plate probably can't show America, like, who he is, who he is with that fat stash, which is kind of a bummer. But, like, we stand with him in solidarity wearing masks right now. Like, that's, as I said before, that's kind of the reason I'm wearing, rocking a mustache right now. I'm trying to. Maybe I'm soft. Maybe I can't hang. I can't do these things on my own. But it, it, it gives me a little bit more freedom. It lets, like... I guess softies like me have a shot at rocking fat stashes without, you know, that intermediary uh, period where you're looking like a moron. And yeah, it sucks. Cause I think if Joyce was showing his mustache every day, more people would be inspired to join this movement. It's like, you know, showing the world your cojones, which again is a word I want to use all the time because man, I love Spanish and I love words that are like just a little bit dirty, but like not over the top. So yeah. And, um, this mustache, as it starts to round out the chops on the side, it kind of drops off the jawline, hangs ten a little. Uh, you know, I'd be interested to know if he ever used this mustache in the professional setting. Like, I, you hear a lot about, like, the best umps in baseball. Like, they time the sounding of the foot hitting the bag and the ball hitting the mitt. Like, I wonder if he used, like, like almost like sonar, like, to feel, like, the wind as it hit his mustache and flapped in the wind, like, the wind from hitting the bag versus the wind from the ball going in the mitt. If he could feel that on his mustache. I'm sure he had like inclinations, like ball strikes. He could feel his mustache moving one way or the other based off the trajectory of the ball. Like I'm sure he utilized it. So like there's no wonder he's the best up maybe of all time because he just had an advantage straight up. So like, yeah, I just, I think this is a great mustache. It's regal, it's lawful, but maybe it's also lawless because like I want this guy to be my uncle and like, you know, uncles, they're up to no good, usually, to be honest. And, uh, yeah, I'm just psyched on this mustache. Like, I bet he has some great stories from behind the plate. I bet the mustache has some great stories. I bet it's uh, had some real genuine experiences. And, yeah, I guess this is a brief one, but that's it. This grease score, 77, very good stash. This thing's diesel. Uh, these scores don't really have any actual meaning at this point. And I don't even know if I would agree with the ranking of the scores. Like, I, this one probably is better than a 77. I think I just kind of started too high with my rankings. I'm not an expert. I'm just an amateur at this stuff. So, uh, yeah, I hope you liked that. That was pretty brief. Spread the word, Bigote fans, and see uh, chan which means peace in Gaelic. Peace out. It's Gainer. Yo, Jim George, it's 1817, laying down alone, helping out the home team. Shoot.